I'm pretty excited about The Girl Without a Clit. I know, it's going to be so great. That sounds like a book. The Girl Without, <laughs> the girl a, clit. without a Clit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sequel to The Girl on the Train. <laughs> it's like what she found out after she got off the train. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, are you there, Clit? It's me. It's me. <laughs> girl. <Crystal. laughs> um, hi, guys. Welcome back to How Come. Um, I hope you heard our bonus episode that we released in the middle of this week. We released it because we hit 500 ratings on iTunes. Yay! Thank you so much. You're amazing. Keep rating, keep reviewing. Who knows what exciting things we'll put out next. Um, But yeah, that episode was recorded a year ago and it was with a mystery guest who's going to be our mystery guest today. Her voice is dubbed. She doesn't actually sound like a chipmunk. She sounds like a very sexy lady. Almost as sexy as Charlotte. (laughs) Oh, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know how many messages we get a week being like, I could listen to Charlotte say things all day? That's really crazy to me because most people just tell me I sound sick. Yeah, but like, sick. No, they say, do you have strep? (laughs) (laughs) It's not you, it's me. I try so hard to finish honestly. They say you'll know. When you go all the way from A right down to O Oh no I think that I still got a ways to go Oh oh I'm sick of this and I have got to know How come? How come? How come I can't achieve? How come I can't achieve? I'm rolling up my sleeves. I'm rolling up my sleeves. Oh, baby, I believe these guests can help. Cause I can't do it by myself. I wanna just. Um, so our guest today, we're going to do a follow-up with her. Uh, we were calling her Catherine because of Cruel Intentions. Is it still killing it on Broadway? Uh, it's off Broadway now. It's off Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Welcome back, our mystery guest. She works in finance. She's amazing. Catherine. Hello. Hello. Great to be back here, Remy. We have so many things that we didn't address. Like, first of all, how much of a mindfuck was that listening? For me, it was insane. So I forgot that we recorded it. Um, I mean, I didn't forget it. It was a memorable experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I kind of just forgot about it because it never aired. Right. Uh, And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, by the way, we salvaged it. Yeah, (laughs) I know. And then I listened to it because we we have another episode. Like there was supposed to be another episode two that never happened because the couple I interviewed broke up. And I was like, that's kind of inappropriate to put out there. I don't even know if I have that one. I think I might have deleted it because I was just like, I don't think they're ever getting back to you. We'll see. We'll see. You guys keep reading and <laughs> never, reviewing. Never, and never say never. And never say never. Maybe at a thousand. Yeah, maybe at a thousand. Ooh. But yeah, that episode's insane too because yeah. I cried after yeah. and I didn't want to start this podcast after. Yep. We should salvage that episode. That episode's crazy. It's yeah. really That crazy. might have to be behind a Patreon wall though because it's like... Yeah, let's get to a thousand. Let's get to a thousand, <laughs> you guys. Um, so yeah, I sounded like a completely different person to myself. Absolutely. Uh, I sounded like... Uh, it, it sounded like me about a year ago. Yeah. I mean, it was just kind of weird to hear myself talk through where I was and that in my in my current state of mind back then. Yeah. Um, yeah, things have definitely, you know, evolved. I would say that I would answer all those questions pretty much the same way, with the exception of probably a few. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, I mean, it, it was definitely a... It was a kind of, Mindfuck is, is one way. It was to a mindfuck. Like I, I, I personally was like, "Wow, Remy was very dumb." I was trying to convince you that you had a clit. I know, I know, but also I was like, Catherine is so mean. Like the way that I was like, I don't know if I have a clit, and you were like, "Yeah, you do." Now me would have been like, actually. You know, there's people without clits and we're going to call, we mentioned my friend Crystal. We never got to her. So we're going to call her today. I mean, I'm fascinated by the thought. Yeah. But do you think like about when you look back, you're like, I was less informed or what's changed for you? Yeah. Uh, It's like such a mind fuck. Yeah. So I don't think I'm, I I don't know if I was was less informed about anything back then. Um, I knew my body pretty well. I know my body pretty well now. But I think that back then, I was pretty convinced that I was, let's say, more interested in men and mm. and than women. Yeah. But definitely interested in both. Yeah. Um, I had only had one female love yeah. at that point, and mm. now I've had two. Yep. So, um, so yeah, I actually think that uh, 
that's not true anymore. Right. And because you mentioned sliding on the Kinsey scale last time, too. Yeah, like, I slid. Yeah. <laughs> slid a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But I was like, is is it sliding or is it just like you realized where your position was more? Cause no, no, I, I think an it actual ebbs and slide. Flows. Yeah. yeah nice. no, I, I really do think it ebbs and flows. I mean, I still do. I will say I find myself attracted to more men than women mm-hmm. per- percentage wise yeah. like I walked out the street I'm like ooh damn he's hot and I don't really do that very much with women it's very rare that right. I would do that for a woman right. like, extremely rare but my two relationships with the women that I've been with have been stronger and better two than of the anything most incredible else that I've ever yeah. had and I think it has something to do with the intimacy that women can have with one another um and it's you know it's the sex is hot it's incredible but it's also like the nurturing mm-hmm. element of being with a woman that, frankly, I'm sure there are men out there that can be nurturing. Um, Mine is very nurturing. I've never been with one. <laughs> so, um, you know, I'm typically attracted to very alpha um, mm-hmm. males, mm-hmm. alpha females, but mm-hmm. alpha females are still women. Sure. So, yeah. I think there's a lot of nurturing. I think that's what it was too, is uh, like when we recorded back then, like I wasn't as like, yeah, go men. Like, cause I I was thinking like oh men are actually like responsible for yeah, fucking like this is everything. Their fault. This is their fault. Yeah. yeah. Um. And now like after having that episode we recently did with Dr. Ian Kerner, um, like so many of the things like we were even talking about um, you were like any guy who likes women. Yeah. likes going down on women or yeah. any but I don't think that's true now. But I, but I we, do. No, I know, but we've spoken like to. I feel so strongly about it. But what if, like, a lot of them are, like, afraid because of their skill, you know, like, or some of yeah, them... But they should they should love it once they can do it. That's what I'm saying. If there's an, aver- if there's an aversion to it, you Some aversion, though, like, like, I've met asexual people now. Like, I feel like I've met so many different people, both of us, through this podcast that were yeah. like, whoa, I don't think that anymore. Like, I don't... Well, I always try to flip the script, too. Like, if a girl didn't like giving head for some reason... yeah. It wouldn't mean to me that she didn't like the guy. Right. Or, or that she didn't like guys or, in general. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it depends on, I think it's, you know, sometimes dicks are massive and it's very difficult and it's <laughs> yeah. daunting. Yeah. You don't have that issue with vagina. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't really exist. I There's no like clip that's too big and it makes you cat. Like it's not like mm-hmm. a, it's not really a thing. Yeah. I mean, like if somebody isn't, look, I've only had positive experiences but i'm sure that there are situations where somebody is not you know well groomed or sanitary in the way that you want or they smell differently than you're accustomed to yeah right and so i haven't experienced that because i'm but i'm sure that that could be an issue but i think Mm. if if in general guys say oh i don't go down on women like that's problematic yes a hundred percent yeah yeah but, I, but at the same time, if a girl was like, I don't go down on guys, but I, I think, I, I think I, my mind goes to like, ooh, it, there must have been a trauma a or experience. something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, there could be a trauma. Yeah. But again. But I just don't want anybody to think like, if you don't like going down, like, you know how everyone's like anti slut shaming or whatever? Like, I feel like this is a very like anti prude shaming yeah. podcast. Like, sure. like, go at your own pace. Like, go, yeah, do whatever. Always. Like, somebody wrote in, like, is it okay that I don't want to lose my virginity yet? Yeah, dude. Uh, like, yeah. like Fucking just go at your own pace. It's okay if you don't want to masturbate. We're just telling you tools that you can do that have made us feel better. But like, don't, don't feel any pressure. Yeah. Yeah. I think where I, where I come from when I say that is, you know, I I have some close girlfriends who, you know, didn't even masturbate until their 20s, um, who don't really like when boyfriends go down on them or Mm -hmm. guys that they've been with go down on them because they're not comfortable with it. Yeah. Um, or they don't think they deserve it. Or, I definitely or, didn't. Um, meanwhile, like, <laughs> you and I both know where I stand on that. Yes, I know, I know. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, and where I but, stand now. I'm like, oh my God, yes, fucking do it. By the way, you're welcome. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that uh, I think that when I would hear them tell me, you know, oh, he just doesn't like doing that. It's like, that oh, does but, bring up concerns yes, to me. But that like, you guys guy have been together go down for like, yes. you guys have been together for like a year and yeah. you suck his dick all the time. Like, yes. get on board, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. if it's like, hey, like I'm willing to teach you, like if there, you if you el- eliminate that, like, oh yeah, I don't think you're going to be good at it. I'm going to help you through this. And like, but then they're still like, no, some guy did write in. He was like, sometimes there are smells that I don't like. What can I do about that? 
mm-hmm. like I mean, you said you've never encountered a vagina that you didn't like yet. So but, far. Yeah, but like maybe shower sex. Shower sex. Yeah. Post shower. Yeah. yeah. Post shower. That would be good. Yeah, post shower is probably a good idea. There definitely is something more though than just going down on someone. It's the idea behind it. It's, it's the, the desire to, to please pleasure someone. them. Yeah, really? and caring exactly. about them. Like I've said in a previous episode, I'm like sometimes I don't want Ben to go down on me. I would just like him to like kiss my thighs while using like a suction thing on me, mm. like the thing I gave you. Oh yeah. What did you give her? I gave her um, the girl's best friend from Sweet Vibrations. Oh, yes. that's a good one. That's a good one. I only had like. 20 minutes to play with it uh before you're um, before i came here <laughs> oh really yeah this morning oh my god oh i had you, food poisoning oh yesterday my god. Oh, no. <laughs> so she's like puking and masturbating no, no. <laughs> she's like i have to try it yeah, but, but, but like, so tempting no i i fully appreciate it i i can't say that i've fully appreciated your gift yet because you're because sick i literally like i called in sick from work yesterday i, n- I never do that does the stock market crash if you don't go to work? <laughs> Just to remind you guys, she's very high up in finance. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Nothing crashes. Nobody notices. Okay, great. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. And then I woke up this morning. I was like, ooh, I actually kind of uh, like to masturbate. <laughs> and you interested so, me because you didn't use the end, I didn't, the suction I didn't end. use the, the suction end. No, okay. I I didn't. I just used the vibration. I, Isn't the suction thing the whole thing? No. Did you know that there's a vibrating handle? What? Yeah. Wait, so most, so yeah. I guess I only really noticed the vibrate. You know, I didn't read the manual <laughs> or anything. I kind of just like plugged in and I was like, oh, there's two buttons. <laughs> just like press Let's one go. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were like, this looks like it does this. I'm going to put it here. But like the, the shape of it actually was nice. It's kind of like rests over your clit. Yeah. No, yeah. it's great. The whole shape it's of it is, nice. yeah, you're crazy that you didn't oh, know that man. the panel vibrates. Well, vibrate. I'm going to try one. Yeah, Very so it can go inside, stimulate your G-spot, and then there's the other suction thing, um, like, that's just, yeah, clitoral suction, and it's amazing, and like I was I was just saying, I love having Ben, like, use one of those on me and, like, kiss my thighs instead, yeah. like, like, to be fair, oral is great for me, but I just like this machine, <laughs> I like the machines, I think that they're yeah. great. And you are allowed to. And you're allowed to. You know what, Remy, it's. It's wonderful what's happened to you in the last year. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so proud of how far you've come. Thank you. Like, best pun ever. It's actually a name of an episode last season, but yeah. But wait, if you guys want the girl's best friend, uh, we should just mention that we have a 15% off discount this whole season. So true. So true. Um, How come? And it's sweetvibes.toys. Yeah, and you can actually don't use- go to sweetvibrations.com. That is not it. Go to sweetvibes.toys. Don't go to Amazon and be like, the code's not working here. It's not going to work on Amazon. It only works at sweetvibes.toys. But yeah, the girl's best friend is one of my faves. The suction and the other vibrating handle, amazing. The perfect match is amazing. That's the one that gave me my first internal orgasm. The pixie and the tulips, we still need to talk more about. Tulips was great. It feels what you would like tulips a lot. If you like the vibrating Mm -hmm. part of the girl's best friend, it's Mm -hmm. so soft. I can't wait for you to try the suction end though too. They have Ooh, great stuff. They have great stuff. And it's now also I want to leave this episode and I go know, try I know. That's one. the problem. <laughs> Guys, the I was going to go shopping. Uh, but maybe. <laughs> I'm going to go home. I'm going to go home after this. <laughs> okay, wait. But I have yeah. a question for you. Sure. So we were talking about like walking down the street. You see more percentage of dudes that you're like, boing, yeah. boing, boing. I for said sure. this to you the other day. And you were like, I don't get that. No, that's not what I was saying okay. at all. I was saying that doesn't make you like either one thing or the other because i've said now i'm like i'm pretty sure that i'm like 10 percent gay like i've already performed <laughs> as like a a gay <laughs> or quest you know like they have the q and lgbtq mm-hmm. or whatever but like i'm pretty sure like i've been attracted to girl like i would with many pe- yeah but i like listening to last i'm like i think and now i'm like no i'm pretty fucking sure but i was saying to charlotte is that i'm so picky with guys in the 90 yeah. percent of guys that i like uh-huh. that the percentage of 10% of women, I must be so picky that I'm just well, not coming across those Here's people. my question, or, yeah. and this will Sir. touch on that, is did you have that same reaction to these girls that you've been with in like loving relationships when you first saw them? Mm. Or did it grow to become that way? No, I 
No, I like spotted them. You knew, yeah. And, and you knew. We could joke that I like targeted both of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, Your mind. But, but I would say that they both targeted me as well. Okay. That's but, usually um, good in a relationship. But I, but I definitely joke. No, it's it's actually really interesting. And um, what I what I would what I've told a lot of my close friends recently is that I find. You know, for me, this is the first time I've really casually dated women in, mm-hmm. in my life. I've, you know, I dated men for so many years. I had so many boyfriends. And then it wasn't until a few years ago that I dated my first mm-hmm. girlfriend. Um, but in casually dating women, I find my standards are so high. I was just going to say Incredibly that. Incredibly yeah, high. That's what like, mine would be, too. Like, I... Same. You know, and and I, I talked to my. I parents, matched with Ruby I, Rose once on Raya, and I was like so down, and well, then she never responded that's to the me. Fucking dream. I would love to have sex with you. I know. <laughs> oh my like, god. Like she is goals. Yeah, Sorry. for sure. Continue. And I typically like like much more feminine mm-hmm. women than yeah. her, but what I know. <laughs> um, I would make an exception for her. Um, but I think that uh, what was I? Uh, oh, so, so so the point is that. I find that I'm kind of like a like a teenager in a way because mm-hmm. like you know when I was in high school I dated all like the super good looking jocks and like yeah. you know I was so superficial in the guys that I dated and then I kind of like moved past that and you know I could be I could date a guy and be attracted to his intelligence and sense of humor and mm-hmm. you know I had to have some attraction there but you know if the sex was great and the conversation was great and I enjoyed his company he didn't have to look incredible yeah um i can't do that yet yeah with a woman yeah like i have just ridiculous they've got higher standards for us even we have higher standards for us it's It's like (laughs) so it's so bizarre i was talking to my therapist about it i was like i I feel like this is wrong yeah i just you know but i can't i can't help it yeah um so it's been interesting. Yeah. Uh, because it's actually pretty hard to find somebody like my first or, or second girlfriend. Like yeah. it's, it's pretty hard to find somebody who's like super beautiful, very feminine, really smart, strong. Mm-hmm. Like that's. Checks all the boxes. It's really hard to find that, yeah. I would say. Um, so who knows? Maybe I'll end up with a man. But I do think I might be better suited with a woman. I do find that so interesting. Like, that's the component that I wonder about is like, why am I so much more lenient with guys? Why are we so much more? Yeah, I don't know. Um, okay. Ooh, Crystal is ready for us to call her. Um, and she's going to explain her clit story. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm great. Crystal Beth, she is a comedian and she is on the line with us and she's got no clit, you guys. I have no clit. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, Crystal and I, do you remember the first podcast I ever talked about not having orgasms on? We were on together and I wasn't supposed to be on it, but I was sitting in it. Nope. Do you remember that though? Oh yeah, we made the podcast way better. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't exist anymore, that podcast. No, it does not. It was Gandhi <laughs> Show, right? Yes, it was the Gandhi Show podcast. Um, but you were interviewed and you guys were talking about the female orgasm and I was sitting mm-hmm. on the side and they were like, Remy, what's your opinion on this? And I was like, I, I, I've I, never <laughs> done that. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, gosh. And then we got on the whole topic. We ended up derailing the podcast completely and just talking about female anatomy and orgasms and how to orgasm and we got in the conversation about how i can come vaginally pretty easily mm-hmm. but orally is uh nearly impossible because i don't have a clit i have the the nerve endings like yes i have the so any anyone that's been listening to your show knows that uh clitoris looks kind of like a wishbone so the nerves kind of circle around and sort of hug all the labia flaps yeah and then there's a little button at the top of the wishbone which is where the oral stimulation comes from and i don't have that my nerves don't connect but you have the the rest of it right but i have the bottom of it so like you really gotta focus to get in there and then i have to focus and i don't like to focus (laughs) (laughs) just stick it on in and that's that's uh what i prefer (laughs) but um yeah, it was. It took me till I was 20, 25 
I think 24, 25, I finally went to the doctor and was like, and she was my midwife. She was the woman that birthed me with through my mother's canal. Yeah. And she was like, uh, I, I, I laid down and I was like, can you just like check? Because people keep talking about it and I don't have any clue what they're talking about. It just feels like someone's like rubbing my arm, I guess. I'll like let people do it, but. Yeah. Were you having internal orgasms though? Um, I actually took me quite a while. It took me a year of dating my first boyfriend to be able to figure out how to do it. So it wasn't that big of a deal, but everyone kept describing these super sharp, like mind altering orgasms where vaginal for me were this like deep earth rumbling type thing. So it's like a deeper, more like grounded feeling. And the, I was like, I don't think I'm getting these sharp ones that they're talking about. So I asked my doctor to take a little peek and she was like, your your lovers just probably don't know where to look for it. And I was like, all right, well then I don't either. What? That's a bad doctor. I don't like your midwife. No, she was, she made me feel so awful and weird. And like, I didn't know my own body. Yeah. Wait. So, okay. But your first orgasm was definitely with another person then, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cause they had I never, uh, I never, uh, masturbated because Cause it, there was nothing to do. There was nothing to do. People and how would talk how about old were you? Like, Oh, so you just like massage your labia. I don't know. Yeah. How old were you when the first orgasm happened? Uh, probably eight, 17, 18. Okay. Yeah. Still young. Still young. Still not my boyfriend. I was 16, 17, I think. Okay. Um, I had a question. Charlotte had a question about, um, your mom. I mean, you Uh don't have to answer this if she's (laughs) not comfortable, but do you know if your mom has a clit? So the way I found out that my mom had a clit was when I left the doctor after I got my uh, ultrasound to see if the nerves were connected in there, like the, whatever they use for the baby finding paddle mm-hmm. thing. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, I called my mom and I was like, I don't have a clitoris. And she was like, Oh my God, you have no idea what you're missing. Uh, oh no. <laughs> That's not a like, great ah. response. Thanks mom. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, cool. I didn't actually, uh, Yeah. Thanks, mom. I, li- I, w- I don't know what I'm missing. Yeah. I literally do not know what I'm missing. Yeah. Because, and like, I cried a little when I found out, but then it lasted like two seconds because I was like, eh, it's not like it fell off. I never had it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you were still able to have internal ones, which is nice. and makes you feel like, I guess, included in the world in some way and right, able exactly. to like relieve stress. But that must suck like only being able to do or thinking you could only do it with like a penis. Yes, because it's hard for me to do it myself because I can't like, I can, but I think half of me getting there is the act of seeing an erection, which is one of Mm. my favorite things. And we all love erections. Yeah. I love a good dick. Yeah. Yeah. A good hard dick in pants too. Oh, yeah. The outline, and the outline. Yeah, or even a nice soft outline. I just like you to see soft dicks. I just <laughs> <laughs> I, I like hard what... ones too, but I love this. They're cute. You got shut up. Oh, are you kidding me? My favorite thing ever is to when a penis is flaccid, pull the balls <laughs> and make it look like a walnut. Oh my gosh, it's the best. Have you ever pushed the penis inside of itself and then let it come out? <laughs> Filmed it in slow-mo, put it reverse. I have. So fun. Oh, my God. <laughs> my poor husband. <laughs> no, it doesn't even hurt them. That's the thing. They're so malleable. They're so crazy. Dicks. It's crazy that you can yeah, break. Can do so many things. Yeah, like you can, you can play with it like putty, but then you could also break it in half. Like in what world? I always think it's yeah. weird when they flex them and can like. That's it's crazy. Like, crazy. Yeah, it's I wild. love it. Or like they flex do it inside of the- you thing that you used to play with in uh, like elementary school or middle school where they would make this substance out of cornstarch and water that was liquid and solid yes. at the same time. Yes. That's a penis. They were That's a penis. <laughs> That's a penis. <laughs> That's a penis. Um, yeah. Oh, that shit was so, so great. So would do you, did you ever buy yourself like internal sex toys to like give yourself like the freedom to come alone? Yes. So I figured out that if I wanted to be able to orgasm on my own, I had to get um, one of the internal external ones that kind of imitated the feeling of 
the weight of someone on me because mm. I can only come uh, vaginally in missionary. I can't come any other way. Interesting. Really? Yeah. I like being flipped around and stuff, but like when it comes to getting it done, I have to be on my back and I have to like arch my pelvis forward and kind of suck in my stomach and I just got back surgery mm. so I hadn't been able to orgasm in so long because I couldn't move my back uh. so but I have to like work my ab muscles to be able to do it again but yeah. I figured out that if I have something that imitates the pressure on my pelvis as well as having something internal then it will, then it can happen can, can I ask a question mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm the mystery guest sorry um, <laughs> I, so what about fingering? Because, you know, a lot of times you can, you know, push legs back in a certain way mm. and be fingered in a way that kind the of... The come-hither finger. The come-hither finger. The come-hither, yes. Um, um, so that can, doesn't work for you? It can. Um, I can get the beginnings of a sensation, mm. but I can't. And I, I know mm. if my husband listens to me, he's like, ha-ha, a challenge. <laughs> um, that's good. He, he should he's, always be challenged. He's, to he's the to most you. giving of men. Uh, Literally, is, Crystal, on that, on that episode, she's like, I'll lend you John. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. you don't need to lend he's me John, so but that's good. so kind. <laughs> <laughs> no one takes me up on it. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he actually, the, the first time I ever came orally, because I have... I have, which is insane. It was wow. with John, oh. and he figured out how to manipulate the nerve. And he, he's a computer guy, so like math and strategy, like really gets going. Mm-hmm. So I think like he's figuring out like the the code into my feminine wiles. Yes, it's just a matter of combinatorics, Crystal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, figured it out, and I was like, "What is happening? What was the way to do it? What did he figure it out? It was a lot of." Uh, I feel like it must have been kind of boring for him because it was mostly he had to have a finger inside me mm-hmm. and he had to kind of like keep his whole mouth on it. And oh, so this is where I start getting picky. He has to like hum, but he also can't hum loud enough for me to hear him because it distracts me. So he has to have like just enough vibration that when. <laughs> Like I can't feel it. I mean, I can feel it, but I can't hear it. That's amazing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. How about some music? <laughs> or right? some earplugs. Oh, my God. I should just put noise-canceling headphones on, honestly. I never thought about that till yeah, right now. Yeah, or like white Blast noise. music yeah. or something. <laughs> so he's not just like, right? mm-hmm. <laughs> singing into your vagina. <laughs> That's amazing. Um fun okay oh i'm so glad we finally got you on this podcast yeah me too your podcast is great i am honored to talk about my anatomy i love you i miss you i wish you lived here still i know i'll see you when i come visit again soon though okay great you got anything to plug uh yeah i have a new podcast it's about video games Sick. really can just get my gears going most of the time um it's called uh keep calm and game on and it's on itunes and uh, my social media is the crystal beth if you're interested and uh if you're in colorado i yeah i need friends i just moved here (laughs) (laughs) amazing um crystal i have to ask this to all of our guests to be courteous Uh did you finish yes Amazing. I love you. Thank you for coming. Of course. I love you. I miss you. Thank you for making me come. Miss you. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Miss you. She's She's so great. I know. Love. Um, Okay. Wait. One thing that was really funny that we mentioned the last time we recorded was I was sneaking Grace around the apartment. (laughs) 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 And I never really expanded on that. But I just wanted to tell you guys the story of Grace, and I'm going to make it a highlight because it used to, it was like a thing I was doing on my Instagram stories. Like, <laughs> it, was it was like, like day two, day, no sneaky one's Grace. Noticed. Yeah. <laughs> um, but day yeah. 17. <laughs> Things are getting weird. Here. Um, yeah. So when, when I first moved in with Nan, uh, it wasn't the best because I had like a rug and like it was all my room was like still my grandfather's room and like Grace's litter would get everywhere. And it was just a hard and I would spend most of my time at Ben's just to get the fuck out of here. And then Nan was like, Grace is a problem. She can't live here anymore because she kept claiming, oh, she's allergic. She can't live here anymore. And I was like, she's not really allergic. So I had to do a little experiment 
and it brought Grace back. And every day I would ask, Nan, have you sneezed today? Are you okay? <laughs> and she would say, no, I'm fine. And then, yeah, eventually the jig was up because one of my cousins went into my room and Grace, like, bit him or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, now Grace lives here. I'm really glad that that trick worked out and that she wasn't allergic. Because once Remy was testing her to see if she really needed her oxygen. <laughs> and she was like, that. my breathing's getting very heavy. She was heavy. like, I can't breathe. And I was like, I was like, oh, nice. You noticed. Yeah, <laughs> and I turned the machine back. back. <laughs> Good, Remy. Yeah. You know what? One thing I will say is you, know, you definitely have a little lesbian in you because of your obsession with cats. Yeah. I know. Yeah, that's, that's the part of me that's not a lesbian. Yeah, and I have sex dreams about Molly Rubenlong using the perfect match on me. Really? Literally. I don't know yeah. who that is. I don't know who she, that is. Okay, she was our, <laughs> she was our episode, <laughs> she was one of the guests on episode 25, oh, season oh, one. Oh, oh, oh. I Rubenlong. didn't know that was her last name. Oh, yeah, yeah. What, what's her shtick? She's just, she looks like kind of like Zoe Deschanel. She's really cute. Mm. Very feminine. Blue eyes, dark bra- black hair. Brown, Brown. eyes, but... But so bangs, not, so but bangs. <laughs> no, like very, like cute little, like, like pale skin, uh-huh. very like baby doll looking mm-hmm. bangs. Adorable. Uh, yeah, and my type I think is me if she brushed her teeth like more. Allison Brie. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, but she looks too different all the time. She. Have you watched the she show Glow? She confuses me. He, that's what he and? says to her. He goes, you look different all the time. It's I don't know if you're hot or you're not. Yeah. <laughs> Who is this? Allison Brie, Brie, the actress. Every time she's in something, I'm like, oh. I don't think I know her. I thought I'll, I'll pull her a, up. Yeah. Have you seen Glow? I have, but I don't know who you're talking about. She's the, the exactly, main one. because she looks different every day. Is she like the one who plays the Russian? She's the main girl. The Russian. The one who plays, no. or, or the one who plays the American. This is the... The wrestling show, right? Yeah, her. Yeah, I don't know if she's attractive either. Right. It's like, really confusing. She sometimes she's not. I don't know. But yeah, I literally have had... Two sex dreams. Molly Rubenlong, she already knows this, not blowing up her spot, but her using the perfect match from Sweet Vibrations. Go to SweetVibes.toys. <laughs> but seriously, this is a real thing that happened. Um, and so, yeah, I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gay, but it's okay. <laughs> that would be the most insane way to, game, to come out. <laughs> oh, so I'm gay. Ben. Oh, I, ben and I have already talked about it. Is she that means ass? bi. Yeah. Yeah, but I think to be bi, you have to be gay and straight. Well, that's exactly the whole point. That's yeah. why bi exists. Yeah, yeah that's me. But Hi. Like, remember, nice to meet you. No, but remember the guy that I hooked up with that was bi, mm-hmm. and he said he needed to come out as gay first before he could right. be bi. Like, well, I will say that that's actually an interesting thing. We talked a little bit yeah, on the last yeah. episode. And I actually think it's, I've actually come to the point with my sexuality, I was a little, like, insecure about it, mm-hmm. um, and I make it so clear, like, I'm bisexual. Like, now, people mistake me as being gay, like, I don't care, yeah. like, I like men, I don't care if you think I'm a lesbian. Yeah. Like, whatever. I am, but I'm also straight. But I'm also straight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also told Ben, and he had, I, he'd already heard it on one of the early podcasts, that I was just like, oh yeah, I've always thought trans women were really hot. Like, I've not hooked up with them, but like, I think that's hot. Yeah. I would love, Ben, dress up as Frankenfurter, please. I was just going to say, Rocky Horror has always. always been your thing. I know. <laughs> like, since we were kids. I know. I have a question for you. Sure. Yeah. It's not really a question, I guess. Something that was really interesting to me from the last time you guys recorded. Sure. Was talking about how men can be very intimidated by bi women. Absolutely. Mm. That has not changed in last year. Why is that? Someone Um, today asked me if, or said they thought I was, and you could hear like the fear in his voice mm. almost. And I was like, why is that so scary for them? Uh, Because they live in a dick-centric world. (laughs) They think it's all about the dick. Do they think like, not that they're going to be obsolete? Yeah, it's it's more like, oh, so like, it's kind of like, remember the, the comment that was that you made about how you know when you were thinking about going to a sex party, mm-hmm. and Ben was like, "Oh, like don't you yeah, guys want like, a guy, guy there? there?" Yeah, and like, no, yeah, no, no need. Like there right. are other ways in which women can please each other, and frankly, there are ways that women can please each other that men can't. I mean, clit to clit sex is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. There's no male equivalent to that. You can put a strap on on and fuck somebody like your guy. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't, there's no substitute for the, for yeah. the alternative. So, is that tribbing? I'm sorry? Clit to clit? Scissoring? 
isn't there tripping though too? Like on porn, I feel like. I mean, I I, I don't watch that much. Porn. Okay. <laughs> um, tripping is a thing though. It yeah, is, it is a thing. Mm-hmm. You gonna look it up, Charlotte? Yeah, yeah. Okay. She's our research department. Um, but I think that um, men are intimidated by situations where they're not needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the same thing. Is, yeah, okay. Like rubbing if, them on each other. That's the thing though. It, if a woman is attracted to other guys, she also doesn't need you. You know, mm-hmm. like like I'm saying like you specific to that guy. Oh, totally. You it's know, ridiculous. like it's it's totally ridiculous. And I, I told you that because I had been dating a guy yeah. for a while after yeah. my first girlfriend. And I liked him. Um but he was jealous. And mm. like I'm a super flirtatious person with men and women. Yeah. And I think that that was just difficult. But it's like, dude, if I'm going to cheat on you, it's, it doesn't matter if it's going to be with a man or a right. woman. Like, I'm going to cheat on you. But I'm not going to cheat. On, like, that's not... It's like there's so much more to cheating than my skin is touching someone else's skin. It's like, I'm lying to you. I'm choosing somebody else over you. It doesn't yeah, matter doesn't, what genitalia they yeah. have. And, and by the way, like, just because... Like, the whole... I think men are also intimidated because it's like, oh, like, you're hanging out with, like, this girlfriend of yours like do you like them mm-hmm. or are they a friend like with a man they have like it in their head like oh guy friend he wants to fuck her mm-hmm. girlfriend hmm is there something going on there they're not mm. it's more uncertain but i think it's a jealousy thing i think it's a i don't know they're, they're intimidated by it i think at first they're attracted to it so it's like oh she knows she knows her sexuality she knows her body mm-hmm. she's probably like there's a you know she's probably a freak whatever um and then once they really start to like you, it's like, oh, well, I don't want... A lot of men are like, I don't want my wife to be like that. Mm-hmm. That's totally. like the... Like, if their men are, like, serious about being with somebody, a lot of them, if they're more traditional... Do you in, think women feel beliefs, the same about bi men? Yeah. Uh, about bi men, I don't know. I think that lesbians think that way about bisexual women. They okay. think they're going to leave them for men. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just scared they're going to get left. Totally. I was going to say it really comes down to like, I think what it is is if you're attracted to both, then there is statistically a higher number of people you You could could feasibly leave them for. Yeah. Statistically. Although I would argue that I'm attracted to such a finite group of people. Yeah, totally. (laughs) And both. uh, Statistically insignificant. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Less than 0.005. Yeah. Totally. Um, okay, so this was a massive thing that we missed out on the first episode, too. I never asked you your first time coming. Huh, you didn't. Okay, so my first time ever masturbating or my first time... Your first orgasm. My first orgasm. So, like, I feel like those are different because I feel like when you're young, you, like, play with yourself and you get off and mm-hmm. you don't have, like, a mind-blowing situation, but it's not even sex. It's not even fully sexual necessarily I think you're I'll, like oh that feels good yeah let me keep doing that yeah. and then and then when you get older you identify it with another person and sex and you think about it that way so i'll tell you my mm. first i guess my first my first real orgasm i was i was just on the verge of 16 nice first like real orgasm and it was a friend of mine in high school we weren't we weren't even like fully dating Mm-hmm. And we used to like leave school and like smoke pot, mm-hmm. <laughs> like fuck around and then go back to school. And cool. um, <laughs> sick, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and but like we just like usually like make out and he'd like finger me and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then one day, um, he went down on me, and he and I was clearly not the first girl he got down. Nice. <laughs> Um, but whoever coached him, coached him well. Um, and that was my, my first orgasm was from like him, like playing with my nipples and and going down on me. Um, and then we had sex, but but I didn't get off from the (laughs) sex. I got off from, from him going down on me. Totally. Um, Because I have a very active clitoris. (laughs) (laughs) Um, probably why I like girl and girl sex so much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then you remember having ones as children too or as a child so it's really funny i didn't think about it it's it's actually interesting that you would ask me this question today because a couple of nights ago um one of my friends and i were actually talking about masturbation i don't really know mm-hmm. i don't really know why but we're talking about um you know the first time that people have these experiences and i forget she had pulled up on her phone um first time i came 
masturbation uh, type things. And um, people share stories. And, you know, some people, like, remember the first time being when they're, like, five or six yeah, years old. Yeah, some of or, ours are babies. Yeah, some, yeah, like some are really young. And, you know, I can definitely remember times where, like, I, like, definitely did that. But I don't think I thought of it that way. It's yeah. kind of like, oh, like... Running this against fun? this. Yeah. This yeah. yeah. Um, See, I feel like it's better but, to do it that like just think of it like, instead of like this is sex. Yeah. Like I mean, it's I like this is not. fun. Well, it's also yeah. we're also talking about how it's important if parents discover that their kids are yeah. masturbating yeah. that they don't embarrass them. Totally. That they let them know like it's okay, just do it in private. Totally, <laughs> totally. It's totally normal. Me and my for she wasn't my girlfriend, but we would have sleepover. You remember my friend Charlotte from Club Med? Yeah. Yeah, we used to grind and like her mom would come into the room and then we'd run to opposite sides of the bed because we're like, we're not doing anything. <laughs> but we would do it all the time, but we would never orgasm. We just loved it. Yeah. Just take hmm. take off our pants and... <laughs> I always hmm. wonder like... Yeah, it's just so interesting. Maybe you really are repressed and you need to have sex with a woman, Remy. I know this. No, no, no. This is <laughs> okay. something I've realized this year. Like, yeah. Yeah. You might want to try it. With, with Ben's consent. That's the thing. So I had asked Ben a year ago when I was going to LA, I was like, would you mind if I hooked up with a girl? Because there was a girl I who, I she's my friend and, and she's my type and I know she's into Remy's me. Remy's like playing with her ponytail, like getting all like, like frazzled and like, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I, I asked him, I was like, could I hook up with this girl while I'm in LA? And he was like, yeah, you could hook up with girls. And then when I got home, I was like, that would be weird because that's just like asking if I could cheat in general or like demoting women. Yeah. You know, it's demote, like, like why it's demoting. is it okay for, to be with a girl and not a guy? Yeah. So I agree with you to an extent mm -hmm. um, if it was like a regular thing. But I think that as somebody who is exploring their sexuality, like I, think, I think it's important. And like yeah. you, you know, look, I, I mean, I'm speaking from experience. Yeah. Like, once I realized that I enjoyed a woman's touch, I was like, oh, I'm going to pursue this. Yeah. And I happened to have a, have a boyfriend at mm -hmm. the time. And, you know, totally. I did it anyway. Yeah. And I don't regret it. Um, well, now that actually, I'm actually cool and, like, successful with this podcast, maybe the lady club will let me in. Uh, for sure. <laughs> okay, yeah, cool. <laughs> for sure. For in the sure. beginning, it was like, no, Remy. <laughs> <laughs> You're well, like, was, I don't have well, a clip. But, but you were just like, I've never orgasmed. I don't have yeah, a clip. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't have sex with women. <laughs> I was like, I don't think the club's That's, for you. The club's not for you. <laughs> Go um, back to Club Med. <laughs> no, but also you had given me assignments that I never completed until, I, I mean, I still haven't done them. But uh, one of them was Kegel balls or whatever, which oh I don't God. think I necessarily need, but I do want to do an episode no, on Kegel balls. They're fun. And then another thing that you had given me as an assignment was under bed restraints, like cuffs and ankles and stuff. And I never did that. But I'm actually happy because I feel like at the time it would have been like putting more of the pressure on Ben and like his skill. Mm. Or whatever, but like now, like I'm down. I think, I think we should start doing assignments again. Maybe not every yeah. episode, but when there are assignments, assignments, yeah, assignments like why not? Fun. There's so much growth to be like, especially listening to that episode, and I'm like, wow, what I've done in a year. Like, what could I do next year? Yeah, yeah. It's New Year's resolutions. Yeah, it's exciting, Remy. Thanks. I'll try them out. They're good for teasing. Yeah, maybe not for next week because that's gonna like rush me. But like, I'll do this stuff and I'll tell you guys all mm -hmm. about everything. Or like a sex swing is fun. Yeah, I'm going to ask Nanny if I can put a sex swing in her apartment. Right in the living room. Like, Nanny, we need some renovations. You could just, just do the over-the-door ones. Just make sure she's at home. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no. <laughs> I'll have to book her a day of doctor's appointments. <laughs> I'll be like, you're getting a full workup, Nan. <laughs> and so will I. Nice. Yeah. Um, there was... A bunch of responses. One of the women wrote in. She said, yes, thank you, bonus track. I'm literally only 15 minutes in, but so much of my life is in the first 15 minutes. I moved to Germany with my husband, fell in love unexpectedly with a woman, got divorced, not with the woman, and now just trying to figure shit out. I fucking love you. Oh, love you too. Yay. Love that. So much it's fun. So great. Yeah. I'm glad you followed your heart, whoever you are. Yes. And then we had somebody who did not like you. Okay. Um... Which is okay because okay. you're anonymous. I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
She said, I found it really jarring to listen to a guest like this. Confidence is one thing, but cockiness is another. Sex positivity isn't the same as what this guest necessarily brought to the table. I can't tell the difference between my clit and my hood. Uh, you should go to the doctor. What? Not helpful. That professor, you're broken. Go to the doctor sentiment. Gah. I love every other episode of this show, and I think it's amazing. This one just wasn't my jam, and I figured I'd inarticulately say so. Episode before this one was wonderful. That's wonderful. I just think that some people like to find an issue in everything, and I think that in society today, we have to be overly sensitive to things that, you know, I think some people just need to understand everyone has different perspectives. They come at life in a different way, and, like, if you're to account for every single person's potential feelings, you pretty much say nothing and you don't have any opinions. That's so true. Yeah. So, no, I've upset a yeah. lot of people saying certain things on this podcast. Like one person wrote me and she said she never wanted to listen again because I said I can't date foreigners that don't get my references. But I, can, I can't date anyone who doesn't get my references. You could have grown but, up next but, but to but me. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I think if you want to have a voice, you have a voice and your voice is going to offend some people and other people are going to like you for it. Yeah. And I think it's all about authenticity. And I don't think I offend any, anybody when yeah. I speak. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, my perspective is my perspective. I also think I instructed you to tell me to go to the doctor. It's possible. Yeah, I think so because you did end up going, going to the gyno the another, <laughs> I think, a week later to yeah. check if all the parts yeah. were in place. And I think I remember that I didn't want to, like, do the restraints thing. So I was like, there should be an easier assignment for me. Tell me to go to the doctor. Tell me to go to the doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, also, last episode, I was wrong. I was like, hey, I'm not going to become a squirter the first time I orgasm. Dum -ba -da -dum. She I was. Multi. Was, you know what it was? Mm. So many years of pent-up yeah. cum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. 28 years um, of cum. But yeah, but I did it. But we've been talking about squirting this week a lot because a lot of people have been writing in being like, can you squirt without having an orgasm? And Sure can. Sure can. Um, I think the first one that I did was the first squirt I did when I had my first orgasm was not orgasmic. It was just like a reactive that like 28 <laughs> years pent up mm -hmm. or whatever. And then I was like, I still haven't had that. Oh, I feel good, you know? And then I went to the bathroom and willed myself to finish the job. Yeah. So yes, definitely. You've done it before. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, separate events. One of can coincide. Yeah. Depending. We have an intern. She's done it. Yep. <laughs> um, you ever done it? Squirted? Yeah. Squirted without coming? No. Squirted in general? Yes. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. Was it uh, something, because you were like, it's something hard to achieve. Was it something that you were working on? Uh, no. no. It's nothing I was conscious of, because frankly, like, I've been having, having you know, great orgasms for many years. Like, yeah. it was not something I was like, oh... Like I'm missing out because I haven't squirted. Yeah, yeah I do yeah. think people um, need to drop that narrative of like you have to squirt or yeah. should or or even it's gross. Just let someone come the way they come. Yeah, yeah. come as you are. Come as you are. Ah, Nirvana. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and achieve Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we were just talking about threesomes and how like how they can be really great if you do them properly. Yeah. Um, and I feel like you've had like a lot of great groups. You've had three orgies with the same group mm -hmm. what is the craziest threesome experience that you have ever had so i think it's hard to say craziest i think the most unique mm -hmm. um threesome was with two men mm -hmm. and that was your first and only two first men and one? only with two men okay. yes mm. um they were two german men mm. uh visiting uh during the u.s open time frame okay uh so Late summer <laughs> It was, it was late summer. <laughs> an early <laughs> September day. <laughs> um, but no, it was it was an interesting time for me because I had actually given myself a self-imposed celibacy for about four or five months. Okay. Um, I was studying for the GMAT, and I just decided, no men. Mm. This is pre-women. I was going to say. This is pre-women. Yeah. Uh, and so I went out to No men, only women. That. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I went out to dinner with a with a girlfriend um, who I hadn't seen in a while, and these two beautiful men sat down at the table next to us. We were at Pecora Bianca, if you want a visual. Mm -hmm. And it was dark. Flat iron. In Flatiron, yeah. Delicious. And it was delicious. <laughs> they have good pasta. 
<laughs> and uh, so I said to her, I said, you know, it's too bad these two guys are, are gay. They're so they're so beautiful. Yeah. She's like, they're not gay. They're European. I said, no, they, they seem pretty gay. She's like, no, they seem pretty European. <laughs> so we end up uh, striking up a conversation with them. And um, one thing leads to another. And we end up grabbing drinks with them at the Edition Hotel afterwards. Mm. They order a bottle of champagne. And my friend says, I got to go. I'm like, what do you mean you have to go? She's like, you should sleep with them. You really, you really need it. Like, I'm going to leave them both for you. And I'm like, I'm like, first of all, I'm not sleeping with them together. Second of all, I'm not sleeping with either one of them tonight. But yeah. thanks, thanks, for, thanks for that. Yeah. So I finished the bottle of champagne with the two of them. She's gone. And they said to me, it was a Thursday night, mm-hmm. and they said, do you want to join us at the U.S. Open on Saturday? And I said, that's very funny. It's the semifinals. Roger Federer is playing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's insane. That's, that's kind of funny that you think you can get me a ticket to sit yeah. with you on yeah. Saturday. There's, and they're like, well, if we can do it, will you come? Yeah. I said, sure. If you can get me a seat <laughs> with the two of you, Saturday semifinals, I'm in. Yeah. Here's my email address. Have a good night. I get an email the next day around a quarter to 11 uh, in the morning saying, I booked you a ticket through the service. Meet us at the Sofitel at 9.30 a.m. So, like, okay. Nice. <laughs> Let my friend know, you know, if anything happens to me, this is where I'm <laughs> <laughs> Uh Show up at the Sofitel um, with an open mind. And uh, one of the guys comes downstairs and he's just so suave and debonair looking. I'm like, we're going to watch the US Open and he's in a sport coat and mm. like a white linen shirt, like just very to the handsome. Yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah, would you like some breakfast? Sure. So I follow him and we're walking over to the elevator that leads you to the rooms as opposed to the restaurant. Mm-hmm. I'm like, huh, interesting. <laughs> go with it. Uh, so I get an elevator. We go upstairs. We're walking down the hallway. It felt like a, the longest walk down the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we get to the end of the hallway and the door opens and it's the other gentleman from the other night. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And he's like, oh, I'm so glad you're able to join us. Would you join us outside on the patio for some breakfast? Sure. So I walk through this palatial suite and go out onto a balcony where there is champagne, orange juice, sparkling water, coffee, um, hot breakfast, cold breakfast. I mean, Mm. enough food for like 15 people. And there's three of us there. Uh, They open the bottle of champagne where we eat a little bit. I'm kind of just a little bit uh, taken back by where I am. Yeah, I'd be like, what's going <laughs> oh, yeah. on? Oh, yeah, we're, we're, we're talking. Uh, we're talking about, you know, what's to come. They had both never been to the U.S. Open before. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, you know. But when I go out on the balcony, I see where, where we are. I'm like, this is going to be a good day. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, we, uh, we finish eating. We head over to uh, Arthur Ashe. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we get there, and they're like, oh, do you want to see some of the small matches before we head to our seats? I'm like, yeah, sounds great. Get some rosé, watching some of the side matches. It's pretty hot and sweaty. I'm like, eh, let's maybe go into Arthur. I mean, let's get some lunch and then go yeah. go in um, before the Federer match starts. Yeah. We are, we walk into Arthur Ashe. We have a great, um, great lunch at that sushi restaurant there. We drank another bottle of Whispering Angel. Yeah. <laughs> Go, go out to the court, and uh, we are third row center court. What, what? the fuck? I'm like, who are these I'm guys? I'm like, who are these people? <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, who are these yeah. people? Like, seriously, I could see you? the beads of sweat on Roger Federer's face. Have an amazing, amazing day. Watch great tennis. Uh, they're like, would you like to come back to our our suite for you know a drink and then join us for dinner? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I know where this is going at yeah. this point. They've both been flirting with me on and off all day. I kind of can't decide which one. I'm like, do I have to choose at this point? Yeah. <laughs> so I go back. I would be like, who am I falling in love with? <laughs> which one am I in love with right now? I would be like, I'm so nervous. I'm leaving. Well, Bye. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're, well, they're both like, so attractive for different reasons. One is like tall, dark, handsome. One is a little bit shorter, but like golden blonde hair and really Bright, like Boyish. green, green, piercing eyes. Mm-hmm. Just like they're a perfect compliment. Yeah. Um, so Something I really, I, for I, everyone. I really couldn't choose. <laughs> and, and so I, 
<laughs> totally. And so I go back to their suite, and it's a perfect night. We're sitting outside drinking wine, um, and one of them's like, oh, we're out. I'm going to go grab some some more wine at the store. So mm. I'm left with the tall, dark, and handsome one. Oh. Yeah. And uh, maybe like two minutes later, like he makes his move. I was going to say, you probably like have to start with yeah. one. Oh, yeah, yeah so tactics. I did. Yeah, I'm yeah. learning. I'm learning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he makes his move, and we have sex outside on this patio area. It was actually quite awesome because you have like all the the view of like all the buildings in the city. Uh, yeah, and, so pretty. Um, yeah, nice little breeze. <laughs> so, so we have we have sex for all of New York to see <laughs> so on, nice. on the patio area, um, and then kind of I throw my dress on, but no, and put my underwear back on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm kind of just laying on the couch with him, and we're like sharing a cigarette and drinking some wine. Oh, yes, this I, is like yes, a novel. I, yes, oh my god, like, I'm having the best time. I know, and, me too. And then and then the other one comes back, and mind you, there are two very long outdoor couches and multiple chairs. Mm-hmm. He chooses to sit on the other end of the same couch. Mm-hmm. He picks my feet up and puts them on his lap, and he starts giving me a foot rub. Mm. I'm like, oh, it feels so good because we were on our feet and walking around all day. Yeah. And he's like giving me like the best foot rub I feel like I've ever had. I just had an orgasm. Yeah. <laughs> my feet are being rubbed. And then he starts, you know, moving up, up my leg. leg nice. Like very slowly. <laughs> but I'm laying in Guy One's arms. Oh my God. Yeah. And so, I can't. And, <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, this is going to be. This is going to be great. I'm going with it. <laughs> and so he kind of starts, like, massaging my legs. I mean, I'm getting super excited all over again. Yeah. And from there, it just kind of evolved into this, like, insane, like, group sex activity. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> we, was... were, we were talking before about how if a girl is having a threesome with two guys, sometimes people are like... It's like getting oh, gang banged. You're getting gang banged. No, it's like, yeah. no. We were, we were, I was not gang banged. They were both pleasing me. Yeah. Right. And this sounds It's sick. like you get so much and positive attention. It, yeah. was, it was amazing. incredible. And I mean, yeah, like they kissed each other and they touched each other, but they didn't have sex. Mm-hmm. Um, they were both more focused on me. I mean, I don't know what their psychological thing is mm-hmm. i mean clearly they're attracted to each other in some kind of way but don't act on yeah. it yeah like, i don't really know what the psychology is there frankly i don't care because yeah. right. i'm the beneficiary of it yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and i happen to know that they've both been married to women in the past mm-hmm. um so and actually i think one of them got married again since um but uh anyway we had this like all night thing at like four o'clock in the morning i ubered home that's so whoa so sick. Yeah, started at 9.30 a.m., ended at 4 a.m. And uh, What a day. It was quite the day. What a quite day, day, what a town. And the best part is the next time they both ended up in New York, do you want to know how I found out? Hmm. They sent me an open table invitation for dinner for three at Lark Tuesday. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I happened to have a, a boyfriend at the time, and I, so I, I declined. <laughs> yeah. But it was just really funny. I, like, I, instead of just an declining the table. calendar, it was so ballsy. That's so I, mean, was, I was funny. like, I called my friend, and I just said, uh... Guess he's back in town. So funny. Oh, yeah. my God. Mm-hmm. This was great. This was great. All right, mystery guest, Catherine. This has been so wonderful to see you again. Always good to see you, Remy. Um, and Charlotte. Yeah, and so now nice Charlotte. Meeting you, you got like, to meet Charlotte. Great to meet you. I know. I was working last year. I'm so happy I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> now you're just working with me. Yeah. Working yeah. on the coming. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Amazing. Um, Catherine, did you finish? Yeah. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, Charlotte, did you finish? Yes. Amazing. Did you? I did. Thank you. Um, you guys, thank you for coming. And we'll see you next time on How Come. Bye. 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 It's not you, it's me. I try so hard to finish honestly. They say you'll know when you go all the way from A right down to O. Oh no, I think that I've still got a ways to go Oh oh, I'm sick of this and I have got to know How come? How come? 
How come I can't achieve? How come I can't achieve? I'm rolling up my sleeves. I'm rolling up my sleeves. Oh baby, I believe these guests can help. Cause I can't do it by myself. I wanna just you guys. Um, thanks for listening to this episode. Again, rate it and review it on iTunes if you could. It would mean so much. Some of your reviews, they're so fucking nice. I read them over and over again. Um, and also, if you want to hear some extras, go to patreon.com backslash how come. That is p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com backslash how come this episode has extras we also have a new full episode coming up um from my live event that i moderated at brooklinen um with the one of the founders of lola um the founder of the become project bethany myers uh the uh, marketing director at hymns um jared from touchpoint uh it's a great oh dr navia mysore um it's a great panel and you get it for seven dollars if you uh subscribe to the patreon you get that and every other episode that uh you might not be able to hear otherwise all right goodbye